Hollywood, author of CNET's Buzz Report. And I am Tom Merritt, author of CNET's The Real Deal. Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, the podcast of indeterminate length. We have been accused, 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 in email of only discussing Apple, Apple, Google, and Microsoft. Goggle, Apple, Goggle, and Microsoft. Shaft. One of our readers would like to know if we ever envision a day in which we will not be discussing Apple, Google, or Microsoft. We hope for that bright day, but you know what? That's the people making the news, you know? Yeah. One of them may drop out. It's, it's just going to be so somebody else. It's not that we up. love them. It's oh, just no. if we only talked about the totally bizarre, obscure stuff, eventually you'd be like, dude, didn't you hear about that Google blog search? Big companies make a lot of news. We talk so, about other stuff too. Some chance that today will only include one because we did get, I think we should start with this great phone call that we got from Trip. Oh, we want to talk about Trip's phone call right off who, the bat. Who, as it turns out, knows stuff. Trip's becoming a correspondent. For I us. know. All right. Let's check it out. Hey, Tamale, Tom and Molly, sorry, we're not on the second grade uh, playground. This is Tripp here. Uh, I'm calling because I just listened to the Buzzcast, and uh, I didn't hear anything about some news that I thought was uh, particularly interesting, that being of uh, Samsung's announcement uh, of coming out with a, uh, I think what will effectively be a 32-gig uh, flash chip. How it might have been 216 gigs because uh, I read very quickly and it takes me a long time to pay attention if I read quickly, slowly. Anyway, uh, I just want to know what your thoughts are on the possibility of the Nano uh, pretty much expanding to take over the entire iPod uh, lineup. You know, 32 gigabyte chips now, throw a couple of those in there, you've got a 64 gigabyte Nano floating around, it sounds like. Anyway, y'all have a good day. Enjoy the buzzcast. Uh, so yeah, he caught us. We missed that one. We did miss that one. I actually, like it blipped across my screen and I just didn't pay attention to In it. In a feed and or that, something. Yeah, it was I, before the Nano came out. I saw a rumor about this, uh, but this is actually, I see it on Tom's post hardware. This is post-Nano. I see it on Engadget. Um, so basically they have a 16 gigabit NAND memory chip. Yep. And trip. And and Gadget and other sources have pointed out that that could lead to a 32 gig chip and potentially in the future a very high capacity iPod Nano. Yeah, I'm not sure if you could combine this as two 32 gig since it's already combining 16 by 16. Right. Actually, somebody who knows more about memory cards, maybe Trip, should, uh, <laughs> should, should maybe. call in about that. But, yeah, that's uh, interesting. And Gadget though, does speculate that it'll be a while before anyone can actually afford this. Yeah, it's pretty so. expensive. So if you have a couple thousand dollars, you can get a 32 gig Nano. But there's definitely no doubt that Stuff's going to keep getting bigger. You know, somebody just needs to get a hold of one of these and then hack the Nano. Yeah. First person to do that will win a An, A hacked mention. Nano. <laughs> it's a its hacked own nano. reward, really. <laughs> yeah, so go to it. Tell us what you've done. You got to get a hold. You got to sneak into Samsung and Seoul, actually, to get the chip, apparently, because they're just announcing <laughs> it. It's not for sale yet, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our, that's our mention First mention of the trifecta. Now today. let's move on to the revolution. The revolution is upon us. The Nintendo. And it will involve waving your hands in the air. Like you just don't, don't care. Thank you. You're supposed uh, to go I, with me. I don't like this controller. What? I don't. You haven't even tried it. Basically, okay, it, wait, you hold back it, it up. in one hand. There we go. We're talking about the controller that was just revealed for the new Nintendo Revolution, which is the next generation gaming console to compete with Xbox 360. Blah, de, blah, de, blah. Now you may continue. Well, you hold it in one hand? You don't have to. 
Oh, well, that's great. It's designed to be held in one hand, but you don't have to. You well, can... you can turn it sideways, and then it just basically reverts to kind of the old school nin- Nintendo design. But here's the deal with this remote. Mm. It looks like it's a, the game controller. It looks like a remote control, and it has motion sensors so that you can indeed wave it like a wand and control your games that way. So if you're playing a sword fighting game, you psh, 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 and wave you your what? arm around. You, you heard me. <laughs> I that part's cool. That part is very cool. I've always wished you could do that. So if that part works well, I kind of do that I'm anyway. for it. But I mean the the fact that all the controls are up and down like a remote. Yeah. If you're using one hand or if you're waving it around, then you have to press a button. It's going to be awkward. I, think. I don't know. I don't think it's. Gonna I want to see awkward. it in action. Yeah, let's, we'll see. Let's withhold. I'll be judgment. interested to see how it. But you should know that you can turn it sideways, and then it's basically like the same old remote. Okay. Or a controller. controller. Yeah, it's hard not to call it a remote. And it comes in colors. Ooh. Well, (laughs) um, we'll we'll have to wait and see. However, we will not have to wait and see for .cat. .cat. The domain of the Catalan-speaking peoples of the world. Yes. Then this is actually, this is a a top-level domain recently approved by ICANN. Maybe today, yesterday. Uh, Yesterday being Thursday, September 15th. And it's somewhat controversial because it's a sponsored, it's essentially a sponsored uh, top-level domain. It's sponsored? What do you mean by mm-hmm. that? The um, Catalan group. They bought it? Fundacio Puntcat. Puntcat. Authored the, <laughs> the bid. And um, it, I think it's... So critics are basically saying that ICANN has excluded other people who want to use it because this small group that sponsored the bid will be in total control of it. But But I don't think that's any different than a country name. Thank you. Yeah. It's just that it's a much smaller population than most of the kind of top level domains that are. Well, is it smaller than Tuvalu or Fiji? Well, it's only one. It's just an association. There's 12 million Catalan speaking peoples. Yes, but they... All those people are not in charge. It's only this association. Well, and all the people of Fiji aren't in charge. It's the government. But well, yeah. Okay. It's a, so it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not analogous. It's just that these people are saying, hey, we're a group that doesn't have a whole country, but right. we are autonomous to a certain extent, and we have an ethnic heritage, and we'd like to There's have a, a domain possibility that-, that we can then sell to cat lovers everywhere is probably what's yeah exactly i mean i think those poor cat lovers and there are a lot of them are fancy just, dot cat fancy dot cat uh-huh. are just sad that you know they're probably gonna have to pay more than so are we looking at dot basque soon perhaps perhaps we are but um that actually that is the second or dot bit of tartar. news to come out of ICANN's work this week i mean there's lots of other sub-ethnic groups where, where is that gonna lead and the other bit of important news that was about porn is about porn <laughs> ICANN has delayed, they have shelved, they have tabled discussion of the .xxx domain. Yeah, they made up some for stuff now. here. Um, processed, uh, draft. Process. The draft yes. is not Draft things. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine that it had anything to do with, I don't know, the White House. <laughs> and a last minute conservative freak out, right? Before. Concerns over draft compliance and process terms uh-huh. are withholding the .xxx uh-huh. domain right now. Right. You know, this is just another bunch of fear, uncertainty, and doubt because... Guess what? The porn sites are already out there. Right. And we are not, not approving allowing a .xxx isn't going to make porn go away. And pu- approving a .xxx isn't going to do anything. Well, and as I have noted in a previous column on the topic, there was a time when politicians were in favor of the .xxx domain because they thought that it would effectively exile porn content to somewhere that could be easily filtered. I'm sorry, it wasn't you, uh, until the porn industry decided that it was indeed a good idea for them too that then the politicians were like, ooh, no, 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 no. I, I think you made a mistake there. 
and and just when you used thought and politician yeah within the same you're so yeah. right you're so right uh, and this is not a matter of ideology this is a matter of just rank politics yeah rank for those of you who are prepared Stank. to attack me for pointing out that it was the republicans who flip-flopped on this any politician <laughs> is more than capable of the same oh it's not just republicans tacky Every, flip-flopping yeah there's a lot of flip-flopping going anyway on this. this is just ridiculous and i can apparently has said that they'll delay it until quote unquote, a future date, which I assume is the time at which politicians have moved on to some other juicy target. So if this depresses you, why not take a vacation at Wells Fargo's Island? <laughs> Wait, is that a real island? Yes, it, well, no. Uh-huh. It's an island inside the game Second Life. Second Life Second Life is an online, uh, massive multiplayer online game where you, it's kind of like The Sims tried to be, or still is. Mm-hmm. There's still people playing The Sims online. But you basically create a person, it's free, you can go walk around and create stuff. If you want to uh, pay, you get some premium things like you can own land and whatnot. And uh, Wells Fargo <laughs> has started Stagecoach Island. <laughs> By invite only, if you are a Wells Fargo customer, you can get invited to come to Stagecoach Island <laughs> and learn how to manage money. <laughs> Just what I want to do when I'm playing games. <laughs> so we saw this on news.com. Uh, people are inviting... They're, they're inviting groups of people in San Diego and Austin. Why does San Diego get all this stuff? They got the know. streaming uh, cable TV over the internet free. They're getting invited to Stagecoach Island huh. and Austin, Texas. San Diego and Austin, Texas customers Interesting. get invited to go to Stagecoach Island, which is just <laughs> fun to say, and learn how they're how given, manage their they're given $10, or is that right? Or five, uh, Yeah, yeah, $30 of imaginary money. And then uh, asked to, they earn 10% per day on deposits, which, you know what? I wish Wells Fargo would give me 10% on real deposits. Yeah. Then I might actually switch banks. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, somehow, I, th- I will say, I think this is clever marketing. It's very, I will it's also actually say, very clever. I, I think it's not going to get me to switch. And I do believe that making it invite only for customers is the right thing to do. Yeah, it's Because, man, massive commercialization of Second Life, that yeah. would be too much like real life. <laughs> would it hmm and yeah okay yes moving on or am i thinking of tv as real life i think maybe you're thinking of tv this is just this is that other imaginary thing um apple haha fooled you (laughs) (laughs) more on apple um apparently apple is now supporting video podcasting through the itunes music store but tom says that he was not able to find this. Now, granted, I only took five minutes mm. uh, to look at my new iTunes 5, but and, and according to the Ars Technica article that Slashdot is referencing, yes. it's been in there for a while. Nobody's quite sure when it launched. Uh, right. But I need to read, read farther to figure out where it is. It's not obvious. Yes. Well, and most likely because they're really not ready for you to start doing it because their video iPod isn't out yet. It may only be through the, through the podcasting. Is that right? It's Veronica, you've seen it? Okay. So it's just through podcasting. That's why I couldn't oh, find it. So then some of those you podcasts. You just subscribe to a podcast and it shows up in your podcast directory? Okay. Good. That's so simple. That's, that's why I couldn't so figure it out. That's I don't understand. Uh, interesting and makes me wonder if really just maybe the video iPod wasn't ready for their last uh, big event. Well, you know what the biggest problem with the video iPod is, is probably getting the deals together with the Motion Picture Association yeah. to be able to deliver valuable content because that was the whole big thing with itunes and the ipod was they had all this huge catalog ready to go right so they're trying to get that deal would be my suspicion well another interesting thing that um ars technica points out is that apple recently applied for trademarks relating to the word ipodcast mm-hmm. so they are predicting that uh that apple will launch a video ipod 
and then an iPodcaster application, which would a be lot. specifically aimed at video podcasting. Interesting. I know. Interesting. I think it doesn't. Windows Vista isn't that there a rumor? There's also a rumor of Windows Vista including podcasting tools. I have heard that rumor Do as well. Your own podcast, but I don't tools. know too much about it. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. Um, just a little tidbit that I want to mention today that I think is interesting. This story about bloggers and their feelings. Bloggers Apparently, have feelings. Too. Uh, <laughs> there was a study of 600 bloggers um, conducted by the Digital Marketing Services and reported by AOL, and they found that about half of the bloggers who responded really just kind of prefer to blog about their feelings. Yeah, and they and use it as sort of a form of therapy. That's why it's so popular. I mean, that, I think I've been saying that for yeah, a while. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of this is surprising. They, they're blogging about themselves. Of course it's about their feelings. And then it says about 31% of them, uh, in times of high anxiety, use their blogs to work through their issues instead of going to therapy. It's just like keeping a diary, except you have people commenting on it. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of weird. And it but said people love it. that something like 16, about a third of the respondents said they write frequently about subjects such as self-esteem and self-help. And I don't want to be insensitive, but I think those are the blogs that no one reads. Well, the friends read them, right? Yeah. I or mean, the friends I, say they read them. Yeah. I mean, my, <laughs> honestly, honestly, my sister-in-law <laughs> keeps a blog that pretty much fits that description yeah. exactly. And her boyfriend reads it. My wife, her sister, reads it. I read it occasionally, and you know, maybe a few of her friends. It's true. So I think most most personal blogs actually eventually do delve into that kind of territory. The small community. I'm sure I have been guilty of it. Guilty. Blogging. It's all about the feelings. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you'd like to tell us your feelings about feelings and anything else we've talked about, 1-800-616-CNET or email us buzz at cnet.com and thanks to everybody who has sent us voicemails and emails we can't get to them all on the show but we do read them all we and do. listen to them all thanks goodbye adios